They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 17 of Soul Food titled Seeking. In this episode, we're going to cover the virtue of seeking sacred knowledge. We'll talk about the special sustenance that Allah gives the seeker of knowledge. And finally, we'll talk briefly about what to study. So we're continuing to look at this book, The Blissful Gift by Al-Habib Ali bin Hassan Al-Attas. And he says, indeed, the scholars are the inheritors of the prophets, as has been narrated. The Prophet said, Scholars are the inheritors of the Prophets. So think about that for a second. The scholars are people of knowledge and people who have acted upon that knowledge, internalized it, and became realized in it. It's not just knowledge of the mind, but it's actualized in their heart and soul. They are the inheritors of the Prophets. And whenever someone inherits something, it shows a direct relationship and connection. And people who have a lot, you know, in terms of material wealth, they leave a lot behind to be inherited. So what then of the prophets, السلام, who had the greatest inheritance? They left behind the spiritual inheritance. Inheritance that gives life to the hearts and souls and gives you everlasting bliss in the gardens of Allah's good pleasure. Who wouldn't want a share of that? Who wouldn't want to be an inheritor of the most valuable inheritance? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, talking about the rank of the people of knowledge, the rank of those who have attained knowledge and are considered scholars in the truest sense of the word. Allah says in the Quran, that Allah bears witness that there is no God except Him, as do the angels and people of knowledge. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lists as witnesses to His oneness the angels and people of knowledge. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another verse of the Quran, Allah will elevate those of you who are faithful and raise those gifted with knowledge in higher ranks. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives an elevated rank to the people of Iman and then gives an even higher rank to those who have knowledge on top of that Iman. And then finally, the verse that Habib Ali bin Hassan al-Atas shares is, Say, O Prophet, are those who know equal to those who do not know? In other words, those who know, those who have knowledge, are superior to those who don't have knowledge. And that means in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this knowledge is the knowledge of revelation. It's the knowledge that illuminates the inner sight and gives life to the soul. It's beneficial knowledge. And this is the knowledge that takes you successfully into the hereafter. So that brings us to the next point, the special sustenance for the seeker. 
The Prophet ﷺ said, whoever seeks true understanding of this religion, a deep understanding of this religion, Allah will suffice him his worries and provide for him from where he did not expect. Allah will take care of his worries and provide for him from where he does not expect. And he also said, وسلم, truly Allah guarantees a seeker of knowledge's provision. Allah guarantees the seeker of knowledge's provision. And one of the great imams, Imam al-Haddad, he said after mentioning this hadith, that this is a special guarantee that differs from the general guarantee. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises and guarantees everything in creation, sustenance and provision. But this is a special added degree for the seeker of knowledge. So the meaning of this hadith is that it's a guaranteed increase in ease and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes difficulty in seeking and acquiring that provision. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Right? It's interesting because in today's world, there's a lot of things that are imbalanced when it comes to the understanding of seeking knowledge. So the first thing is that Oftentimes, we treat seeking knowledge on one hand and school or work or what we might deem to be kind of the worldly pursuit, which is not necessarily the case, but what we often deem that way, we view them as mutually exclusive. Either you're seeking knowledge or you work or you go to school or you go this quote-unquote professional path. And that's not good. That kind of dichotomy and making them mutually exclusive is not good. We should always be committed to learning no matter where we are in life. Whether you're working, whether you're in school, whether you're young, whether you're old, whether you have children or even before then, we should always be committed to learning no matter what. And if we do have the opportunity, if you are ever given the opportunity to dedicate yourself to study full time, then that's wonderful. That is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But in the absence of that opportunity, then you still take whatever opportunities are available to you. And consistency is better than just doing things that are cut off in large amounts. A little bit of seeking knowledge consistency consistently goes a long way. The other thing that's kind of imbalanced in the conversation around seeking knowledge is that we sometimes treat seeking knowledge as if it somehow ruins a person's worldly provisions, which couldn't be further from the truth as the hadith that we just covered shows us. The seeker of knowledge has an even more special degree of care from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially when they're sincere and they're seeking it for Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. So if a person says, oh no, if you become religious or if you seek knowledge, you know, all the things that we hoped for you of success and so forth, that's not gonna happen. And that couldn't be further from the truth. The person will have a special provision in this life and be even more successful, inshallah, in the akhirah. Then, after this, the Prophet ﷺ teaches us that when we're learning, when we're seeking knowledge, we have to have very lofty aspirations and intentions. He says, ﷺ, if death comes to someone while he is seeking knowledge in order to revive Islam, then only the rank of prophethood will differentiate him from the prophets. And obviously the same is true for a woman, that only the rank of prophethood 
will differentiate him from the prophets. So when you're seeking knowledge, the Prophet says, when someone is seeking knowledge and they're doing that sincerely for Allah and to revive the deen and to make it a beacon of guidance for humanity and so forth, let's say they die while they're in that pursuit. And the thing is, it doesn't always have to be some dramatic experience. A person can be committed to that goal in their day-to-day -day life. We should all have that intention. And when we die, we die upon that, ta'ala. Whoever does so, they will only be one degree removed from the prophets and messengers because they have a special rank that no one else can attain. So that brings us to the final point, what to study. Habib Ali bin Hassan al-Atas, he says, know that knowledge is like a raging ocean that is endless. So a person can get lost in knowledge. There's so much. The Quran is the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that means it's infinite. And the knowledge that can be extracted is like an endless ocean. So then he quotes Sayyidina Luqman al-Hakim alayhi salam. His son asked him, who can encompass all of knowledge? And he replied, everyone can encompass all of knowledge, though based on the knowledge that we have been given. In other words, the knowledge that Allah has made accessible to us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَمَا أُوتِيتُمْ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا And you, O humanity, have only been given a little bit of knowledge. So then he says, it's necessary that you prioritize the most important knowledge first and then to continue beyond that in degrees of importance. So he starts off recommending a book of fiqh, which is known as the Mukhtasar of Abi Shuja'. And a book of fiqh teaches us what every Muslim needs to know as it relates to worship. And then he also recommends reading The Beginning of Guidance by Imam al-Ghazali which is once again another very necessary book as it relates to spirituality. So the first thing that we all have to do in our pursuit of knowledge is to learn what is known as fardhain knowledge, the knowledge of what every Muslim needs to know in order to worship Allah at the basic level in terms of fulfilling the obligations and avoiding those things that are forbidden. So that's the first step. And wherever you are in life, whatever your family background may be, whatever teachers you're connected to, you can ask them and reach out to them and say, I want to study a beginner level book of fiqh so that I know my fardain. I know what is an obligation upon me between me and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's the first step. The next category he recommends is the adhkar, the prophetic invocations. So he recommends the book by Imam al-Nawawi called Kitab al-Adhkar, the Book of Remembrances, right, which is translated into English, but it's a book where he has many ahadith about the different invocations that the Prophet ﷺ made in different circumstances and situations. Then he recommends to read the books of Imam Abdullah ibn Alawi al-Haddad, famously known as Imam al-Haddad, may Allah have mercy on him. He says he has done an amazing job in refining the spiritual path. And he especially recommends his book, The Councils of Religion. And the books of Imam al-Haddad, 
they are packed with benefit and they have a really unique impact on the heart. And almost all of them have been translated into English. And I highly recommend uh, looking into his books. And a great imam, may Allah have mercy on him. And in all honesty, his book, The Book of Assistance, changed my life. It absolutely changed my life. So uh, the books of Imam al-Haddad, take them uh, very seriously. And really, it's worth having his books on the shelves of every Muslim household. Then the author recommends a book known as Al-Awarif Al-Ma'arif by Imam Al-Suhrawardi, which is a more advanced book on spirituality. And then finally, the Ihya Ulum Al-Deen by Hujjat Al-Islam, the proof of Islam, Imam Al-Ghazali, which is also considered the most comprehensive and one of the most advanced books on Islamic spirituality. This section is a little bit longer in the book, but he also recommends books of tafsir, of Quranic exegesis, really understanding the Quran at a basic level. For example, like the tafsir of Al-Jalalain. Uh, he recommends books of hadith and seerah, the biography of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, books of history and stories of the righteous, the righteous imams and the great scholars throughout history. And then he also recommends devotional poems like the Burda of Imam al-Busiri. So these are things that we should all have a portion of in our lives. We shouldn't let our life go by without studying at some level. And once again, the goal is consistency. From today, you say, for the rest of my life, I'm going to be a learner. I'm going to be a student. And not to really jump far ahead before you're ready, but even those introductory books are so full of benefit and you're always going to come back to them. The most important thing is that you dedicate that time. So this brings us to the call to action. In this blessed month of Ramadan, ask Allah to make you, while simultaneously having a strong intention in your heart, to achieve that, to take all of the means available, that you ask Allah to make you of the people of knowledge. Someone might say, no, I'm never going to be a scholar. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do your part. And ask Allah, say, oh Allah, people are looking for different kinds of inheritance. People want money and land. I want the inheritance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa And one of the amazing things is that it's available to you. It's not given only by lineage. It's available to you. It's given to whoever seeks it. And lastly, the best resource I know for people who want to take the path of seeking knowledge online is Seeker's Guidance, and there will be a link to their classes, inshallah, in the show notes. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to teach us that which benefits us and to benefit us by what we learn and to increase us in knowledge and increase us in worship and increase us in sincerity. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.